Don't take chances. If a drug didn't come from a pharmacy directly to you, you can test for fentanyl by using a simple strip you can pick up at your local pharmacy. Don't take it until you test it, because fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Ninja Moonshine Middle of the Road Podcast for Meeting in the Middle. All right, everybody, it's Middle of the Road with Angry Ninja and Moonshine. Moonshine, how's your week going? It was really good. I mean, I live in the United States of America. I I don't live in Venezuela. I don't have to dig through a garbage can. But besides that, it was absolutely fantastic. And my week was good. It was my birthday, and I got a brisket from my birthday, a whole brisket. And I smoked it for 12 hours last night. I was eating on that earlier. I'm now officially full and ready for a nap. You know, I didn't know... Did ninjas had birthdays? Well, we celebrate today, but we just stop aging at 20. That way, on our peak physical condition at all times, so we can kick people in the face. Nice, nice, nice. All right. So, Cher, Cher is actually a ninja, huh? No, she's plastic. She's plastic. <laughs> she's plastic. Like, <laughs> she's so done up with plastic surgeries and stuff. They actually have the real Cher at the Man of. Tuzo's Wax Museum, and they just wheel around the wax when the concerts, and nobody can tell the difference. Nice. All right, so you wanted to talk about the national anthem in sports. Um, yes. And we're so going to disagree on this, I already know, so go ahead. Okay, so I want to talk about people ask me why the national anthem is played at sporting events. And I'll tell you right now the reason why they do that is when a large group of Americans can get together, no matter what our differences are, before the game, before an event, we sing the national anthem together as a nation. It's supposed to unite us. But do you know why it actually started? Or when it started? Do, Do I know why it started? Or when it started? Either one. Well, yeah, in, um, The song made headway during the 1918 World Series when Chicago Cubs faced the Red Sox. Now, I've got this off of NBC Miami. When the Star-Spangled Banner played during the seventh-inning stretch, a sports tradition was born. It was born, but it wasn't every single game. And in 1918, this is the part that I didn't know, because when you said you want to talk about this, I looked it up. It wasn't even the National Anthem then. Mm-hmm. So when they started playing it, it wasn't even the national anthem. It was that, and it didn't become popular for every game until World War Two. Okay. They, they initially only played it at super special events like a holiday, opening day, or for the World Series. It wasn't a every game event until World War Two, where you know they got a. Better speaker system stuff, so they didn't have a band, making it easier to incorporate into games. And, uh, of course, like you said, everybody getting together, being more patriotic, and that's what it was for. But it literally didn't start until World War II. So my question is, at this point, is it that long enough for it to be a tradition for every game, or should we take it back to only special event games? Well, it's been playing ever since, even though it's changed since 1918 so it's over 100 years now i I think that kind of constitutes as a a tradition it does i'll give you that but my question is is your problem with national anthem you played a game or is it the protest well that's 
that's why it's connected. That's why this question is so controversial because why should we play the national anthem before contest? I mean, now, now you're going to be surprised by this answer. I believe that if they play the national anthem and people want to actually kneel in protest, that is what our country is all about. Do I agree with it? Absolutely not. But that is their First Amendment rights. And the fact that we stand up, the fact is that the First Amendment is about protecting the rights of the ones that we don't agree with, not the ones that we do agree with. So in in that respect, absolutely. When it starts to connect to issues uh, that, that we're dealing with and different factions as a communist organization like Black Lives Matter, then I have a problem because it's no longer connected to the United States of America. It's now you're using your time as whoever you're paid for, paid by as an athlete, you're using your time to give a personal grudge against the United States. That's what I have a problem with. But okay, you're. I don't. I don't believe Black Lives Matter is a commun, uh, communist organization because they're not trying to make any other changes in the laws that I've seen, other than, hey, please stop killing us. And every single time there's been a major protest around that, the, the killings have been ridiculous. Like what happened to Breonna Taylor in Louisville, which is right near me, was ridiculous. And you well, know, we'll just have to agree to disagree on that. The fact that she had rented a vehicle, and this is a great thing about a podcast. You can kind of go any road you want to go down. She had rented a vehicle with a dead body in the back of it. Okay, we're talking she about She was two- harboring a fugitive at the time. Um, he wasn't a fugitive. That was a mistake. It was her ex that no longer lived there. They went to the wrong place. Right. Okay, you've got me on that one. It's been a while since I talked about Brianna. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I know people are going to fly off the handle going, how dare you make a mistake? Hey, I made a mistake. You're right. Yeah, it was it was her ex. She had realized she, he was a bad person and gotten a new boyfriend and gotten away from the guy. She, she'd actually like, oh, I, this is not the life I live. I'm a nurse. I'm out. You're, you're crazy. I bounced. And they showed up, and they didn't identify themselves, and they burst into her house. And I got one. You're at your house, nobody asleep. Your door gets kicked in. Nobody yells nothing. What are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. And boyfriend and ran in the hallway with the gun. And if they had shot him, okay, I get it. The cop, all of the cop came through. But she was in their bedroom and she got shot like fifteen times. Like they just unleashed so many bullets into that house. Everybody got shot. Right. That's an issue. In and of itself. And you know, the only cop that got in trouble was the one cop that shot through the wall and went to the neighbor's house. Okay. That's ridiculous. Well, let's do the, let's, let's do this because obviously I'm not, I want to do my research again on oh, this yeah. and I think we should, we should pick it up at another time. Yeah, we can hit that one. I just, I live right next to that one. So it was a little more personal. No, I got, I got you. I understand. And there, there was, there was a lot to that case. 
So I'd like to be able to take some time to look at the case. Oh yeah, and no. actually be able to see again and and take some different uh, avenues as far as uh, different distribution. I guess you'd say newspapers and uh, media sources. And I'd like to see what actually really happened there and take it and make up my own opinion. Oh, yeah. So with that being said, yeah. Yeah. So. So all the major kneeling protests that I've seen in sports, especially from the Black Lives Matter people who's like, it was Black Lives Matter, it's always been around cases like that, like that case, the George Fortner case, and all this other stuff going on, which the police were in the wrong, and nine times out of ten actually punished, which is a good thing they're doing now. So I get what you're saying, that you don't agree with the organization as a whole, but a lot of the people on the front lines, the, the athletes and stuff, they're not involved in the upper bits of the, the organization and may not even know these things. So if they're literally like, Hey, look, what happened to this person was wrong. And I'm protesting and kneeling that does it, the fact they're saying they're doing it because black lives matter. Are they really representing the organization? Are they like, Hey, look, we know what just happened to George Fortner is bad and we're upset about it. it okay. Let's talk about this as far as black lives matter goes. And then next week we can, we can have an entire discussion about this. And I think it'd be a great episode. Yeah. Cause what I'm, the point I'm trying to make is make sure I'm clear uh, is, uh, is, is I get what you're saying. You don't like the black lives matter corporation that's come out of this. And I'll, I'll I don't know enough about it to, to make too much of a judgment, but if the average citizen or average athlete or whatever, isn't necessarily involved in that. And they're just saying, Hey, look, black lives matter because that's just the sentence that started. It wasn't a massive organization at first. It was just a bunch of people like, this is what's important to us. If that's all they're thinking about, is that an issue or is it just cause when you... it, well, when it first started, I was all about it. I was all about black lives matter because I was like a lot of people. I'm a human being. I saw what was happening and I said, yeah, this has got to stop. Then I started doing my own investigation and found out that things weren't exactly the way that, that they paint things. My problem with black lives matter is they, and then athletes that, that happen to be African American go out and condemn what's going on with police violence and yes and, and there is there are bad police officers but they're good police officers too and i know but i but let me let me finish this is that where are the athletes coming out against the the drive-by shootings and the murders of young of young usually young african americans or young minorities what where where are they at? Because you never hear a single word about that. Uh, and and, and what, how I feel about that one is, and I don't disagree with you, um, is a lot of the athletes, they fund charity stuff trying to help keep this stuff from happening. But the, the difference in their mind is criminals do drive-by shootings, and that is wrong. Uh, but when you call a police officer, you don't expect them to come shoot you. You expect them to be held to a higher standard. So well, they're more upset about the person. They expect criminals to be scum and they expect cops to be good. 
And so well, actually, they don't expect criminals to be scum because if you I've, I've talked to black police officers, I've talked to white police officers, I've talked to Hispanic police officers. I was in law enforcement on the corrections side. I can tell you this. They don't cooperate with police officers when it comes to murder investigations. When a young child is murdered by a drive-by shooting, they don't cooperate with the police. Therefore, there's a murderer just walking around. Snitches get stitches. Don't cooperate with police. There's there's a lot more there than what it's no pun intended, black a black and white issue. Well my question with that is how much is that out of fear? A fear from yes, from gangs and people that are criminals against them. Because yeah, I think that more has more retribution. The, yeah, because right. if you 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 talk and you get one gay member locked up, then your house is gonna get shot up again. So I think that's more out of fear, which is again comes back to the police need to do a better job. Um, the one I hate the most and and a, surprised me when it came out was the defund the police. Um, and do you know who was the most against that? I mean. Forget what you saw in protest, but actually in the cities when it came to voting for it, the black community, they, they don't want to defund the police as a whole, right. uh, which I, I, I thought was I like, I thought they're the ones that started it, but it wasn't. It was it was crazy white people who don't live in those communities. Um, they don't want to defund the police, although some of the stuff that came with defund the police, the original ideal made sense to me. Uh they brought up an example of was a, a police station in, oh, I forget the city, but they had spent something like $500,000 on a, a, basically a tank. Okay. And they're like, you know, we could have used that $500,000 for a whole lot of community outreach programs and mental health programs. And why do y'all need a tank? Why do you even have a SWAT team? There's like 15 people in this town. Okay, and, and and so it wasn't so much def- originally some of the ideas wasn't so much defense but police was like, hey, you have a giant warehouse uh, of weapons and and smoke grenades and tear gas that literally y'all resupply every two years because they expire and have never used. Maybe we should use that money for more community programs to help people. So that that ideal I like, but. The whole concept of we need less police, I think, is ridiculous. I think we need more police and better trained police. Okay, let, let me get back to something you said just a minute ago. Yeah. You said all the crazy white people that don't even live in those areas. Can yeah. you kind of detail what you mean by that? Liberals. The crazy liberals. Okay. Well, a lot of them do now live. Take a look at East Nashville. Take a look at a lot of these major cities now that people that are on the left wing that are very, very left, left wing. I don't know how else to say it. They they move to these areas in these neighborhoods. But the ones that do. But if, if you look at the people who are protesting like or, or, or were pushing to defund the police, they literally did not live in the areas they were pushing for defund the police. Uh, like some of the Congress people that were, were, were pushing it for were like, yeah, we need to defund the police in Chicago. And they represent New York. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, there, there, there was there was some craziness. And like as a whole, the Democrat Party got saddled with the defund the police. But it was only like. 
five or six people in, in the Senate and like 15 people in, in the House of Representatives and the actual leaders of the party uh, were like, we are not passing that. We're not putting that up. Um, That is crazy. It wasn't because it was such a polarizing headline. Everybody ran with it, but it wasn't nearly as many people as the news made it sound that actually supported defund the police, which surprised mm-hmm. me. I, I thought that was something the left wing would really just latch onto. And a few crazies did. And I'm going to call them the crazies. Uh, just like I call Major Taylor Green the crazy on the right side. Whew, she's mm-hmm. nuts. Um, but I thought there'd be more because of everything that was going on. But if you actually look at the, the communities that were being affected, even the ones being affected by the bad police were like, no, no, we need cops. Just, you know, could y'all... Tell them not to step on our necks, please. Right. So I was actually, I was surprised. I thought it was the way that the news made it sound. I thought it was a massive defund the police thing, but it really wasn't. The news made it seem a lot bigger than it was. And it, it worked. It got several people not elected, which is probably why they did it. So back to what we were talking about. Oh, yeah, sorry. No, you're you're fine. I mean, we kind of we we kind of went off on an avenue that was related to it, but my opinion again is, and this may shock some people that have listened to me, and maybe to some others it wouldn't, because I believe in freedom of speech, the First Amendment. I believe in being able to stand up and say what you want to say, but when it comes to tying the national anthem to inter- to uh, civil rights interest groups and groups that I I can take a look right now. All you got to do is pull up communism and Black Lives Matter, and you'd be very very surprised at at the uh, the findings on Google. Well, I mean, I'm gonna say the corporation didn't go there. I'm just saying the people who are on the streets, the, the athletes, like when they say Black Lives Matter, they're not thinking about the organization. You know, they're thinking about hey, this black guy was throat-stepped on and he died, or the, the recent one, which was absolutely ridiculous. Um, that's which not, one are you talking about? Uh, all right, so the guy had a gun in the car. Mm-hmm. He shot at the police, and then mm-hmm. he dropped the gun and ran away. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I'm not saying the guy shouldn't have been shot to be stopped because he did shoot at the cops. Maybe they didn't know he had dropped the gun. I haven't watched the video, but they put 70 bullets in him. Okay. Has there been a um, police cam, a body cam that's come out about it? Um, They haven't released it because it's so bad, but like from what the, the statements are being released is he got 20 bullets put into him while he was on the ground. Like, well, I'm going to say this, that police officers, a lot of them are afraid for their lives. It's just the straight up truth. And when you get people in areas that are. I'm Sierra Bravo, and I'm the narrator of a brand new first of its kind sitcom podcast called Popcorn for Dinner. This show has everything a sitcom should. Relatable problems, wacky characters, and even a will they won't they. It's comfort listening at its finest. And there's even a laugh track. But don't worry, you get used to it. Popcorn for Dinner, a brand new sitcom available wherever you get your podcasts. Let's 
Maybe pull straws to decide? Michael, we don't own straws. We're not monsters. I'm Sierra Bravo, and I'm the narrator of a brand new, first of its kind, sitcom podcast called Popcorn for Dinner. This show has everything a sitcom should. Relatable problems, wacky characters, and even a will-they-won't-they. It's comfort listening at its finest. And there's even a laugh track. But don't worry, you get used to it. Popcorn for Dinner, available wherever you get your podcasts. Let's just be honest, battle zones, and they're afraid, they're going to do some really stupid stuff. What we need to do is start from the beginning and bring law enforcement back in to the younger communities, back into pre-K, kindergarten, and instead of these uh, these kids looking at law enforcement as animals, look at them as Officer Rodriguez or Officer Smith or Officer whatever, Washington, and, and start to bridge and bring back this this relationship that is beyond tattered. And the reason I brought up the other stuff about cooperating with police is a lot of these officers feel like, well, I mean, all the time you hear about police officers being ambushed. It just happened recently in Rochester, New York. Police officer was ambushed. I mean, it's uh, th- there's a lot more to this story than what people want to talk about. And I know that's not the way people want to hear it, but it's the absolute, it's the truth. There's a lot more to this story than just meets the eye. Yeah, and, and I'm not saying the guy did what should have been stopped. I'm not saying the guy was in the right No, case. absolutely not. But 70, yeah, I mean, if he's been shot 70 times, whoever was involved, everybody involved, and if there is a body camera, which now there most, mostly are in incidents, there's a body camera, those people need to be – they need to be uh, – prosecuted and handled by the court systems. Yeah, because that would just seem like like you commit a crime and you should be stopped, but good Lord. 70 times, yeah. I, I, I'm completely with you on this. Oh, all right. And, and they're looking into it. So, like I said, like, so when people are protesting locally, maybe they don't know what the organization is doing. So, if we separate those two, and they're exercising their free right. Wouldn't it just be easier to get take the national out of sports so this isn't even an issue anymore? Well, the point is that we're not just like everybody else. You know, in Germany, people would say, you know, why do you why do you have to have American flags everywhere? You know, in Germany, we have American flag or uh, German flags here and there. We're not like everybody else. We are a melting pot of people of all different backgrounds, white, black, brown, every, yellow, red, whatever. And the, the reason why we do this is, is because patriotism and being an American is what makes us what we are. And, and that's why I believe that, that we should, okay, and here's another thing. They started this, I want to say, in 90. No, it wasn't 98. It was later than that. They started doing the national anthem 
because what they were doing was the NFL was getting money from the United States government and the military was paying them to to focus the United States flag and to have patriotism. And what it would do was it was basically advertising for recruiting and for, for the military and also to raise morale with our country. So it's, it really shows us where we are in this country though, where debating even to have the national anthem at, at, at events. And I understand what you're saying, Super Bowl, World Series, whatever. But the fact that we're even debating, I mean, there are places, Ninja, where you can't even put an American flag up in the communities. I was in Nashville the other day, and I lived in the area that I was in before. You can't hardly find an American flag. People are so anti-American these days, it's absolutely ridiculous. But is there, it's their right to feel that way. It is their right to feel that way, but guess what? The more and more that we continue to feel that way, the more and more that we don't look at the United States as a place for, for freedom and overall justice, it, then what do we have anymore? Because let's be honest, we're, we're, we're a, and you may not agree with this and you may agree with this, but we're a man and a woman right now divorced, living in the same house. We're separated. There is no more United States of America as far as everybody combined. We've never been more divided since the loyalists and in the revolutionary war. There, there really is no, then to a degree, maybe I'm answering my own question there. Uh, maybe what I'm, we're trying to pull at a dry well. Maybe that's what's going on. And, because And that's where I'm going to disagree with you. I, I, I think, because here's the thing. Um, you're right in the fact that we're separated. There's a lot of people who, who are unhappy with America, but they don't want to leave. They're unhappy, so they don't want to show the support, but they still appreciate the freedoms and stay. I think the problems that we need to work on that would help is so you use the example of a man and a woman separated but living together right Mm -hmm. well if they want to get back together what do they do they go to counseling and work on the problem and that's what america needs to do at a whole because one you even agreed there is an issue there is problems there is done stuff happening so i honestly believe if as a country we can work on those issues that those people who right now who are ashamed of the american flag will Turn around. Now, not all of them will, because there's people who will be bitter and hateful to the day they die. But in future generations, we could actually turn things around if stupid stuff like this stops happening. Because you can't go two, three months without something like this happening. It doesn't stop. There's always a new Karen video of somebody being stupid and the police actually responding. Like, there was a barbecue Karen and all this dumb stuff where they call the police on a bunch of people or there was the one at the pool where they, there was a bunch of kids at the pool and a woman called the police to try to have them all arrested. Like I honestly believe if this stuff stops, those people who are ashamed to hold the American flag will actually be proud to hold one again. I, I believe that's a good, I mean, that is a good point, but when you have an education system now where I don't know, 
I would say right now probably one out of 100 teachers are pro-communist and pro, maybe less than that, are pro-socialist, uh, pro-Antifa types out there that are that are educating our young people. I damn sure don't see I've been flipped off carrying the American flag. Do you know how absolutely pathetic that is? Um, I don't know any pro-communist teachers, but the social oh, they're out there. Well, I'm sure there's a couple. I don't think it's that many, but the social, the socialism. I, I, I'll let you have that one. But you know, we're already partially a socialist country. As far as what the programs that we have and things like that. Yeah, we're we're, we're already there, and, and 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 socialism gets a bad rep for how it's used in America, uh, and the stuff they try to say is socialism is 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 the stuff they've actually tried to do uh would actually help the country the whole idea of social everybody being equal that, that that'll never work um but social security that's a socialist program um medicare is a socialist program uh food stamps is a socialist program those are all that's all socialism right there we already live in a partially social socialism country um they want to expand some of the things like the universal health care and stuff which i think is a genius idea um so people want to and the program there I don't agree with I don't agree with food stamps I you grew up in the area that I grew up and that I'm currently in right now I don't agree with food stamps it should not be it's to a point now where we are the people are almost trying to hand down their food stamps in their will yeah uh, it's it's a it should be a temporary program to help feed people. Yeah, and that's what it's supposed it to be. It shouldn't be something that people live on to supplement their income for the rest of their lives. Well, that's not what it's made for. Depends on the person in the situation, but you, I'm 100% agree with you. It needs to be heavily regulated. Like I know people who who get food stamps or who get more in food stamps than they do in salary, and they sell. Yeah. Them. So. I'm 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 with you. It, it absolutely disgusts me one time I picked up a receipt in the parking lot and dude has spent like twelve hundred dollars on steaks and lobster EBT. and I'm like EBT. I'm like I'm buying ramen noodle and eggs and you're eating steak and I can't get food stamps. What what? But I'm with you. It needs to be regulated. But the program is the idea. Of the program itself is good. So if we're already a partially socialist country, um, and the stuff they're talking about expanding socialist wise isn't crazy stuff like the universal health care, which will never pass, but really is a good system. Um, why is that a bad thing? Well, take a look at the best doctors. And let me tell you something. When I'm not, and I've done more jobs in monster.com, I've said it before. I'm just not your typical kind of person that you don't want to compare me to the world that, <laughs> that I live. I'm definitely not the norm. I am absolutely the exception, but I can agree with that for somebody that has had to pay for private insurance on my own. And I paid through the roof on it. The, the problem with that is though, in the United States of America right now, we have the elite of the elite when it comes to medical doctors, I would say after that, it would probably go to somewhere in Europe. I would say maybe maybe Japan or something like that. I don't know. But 
if you continue to do it, if you do a universal health program and people can't choose who they want to take care of them, like in Canada, there's pros and cons to everything. But in Canada or countries that have a universal health care program, if you go if you go there and you tell somebody, OK, I have cancer, they're going to go into a room and they're going to decide if you can beat it. You don't get to make that decision. In the United States, with our faults that we do have, you at least get to have a fighter's chance. You don't have a, a group of people in a room deciding your fate for you. If you can That's afford it. That's one of the problems. Excuse me? You get to choose if you can afford it. Right, if you can afford it. But the problem is that what we're doing is we're – you know, this is such a uh, – this is another subject that we probably need to tackle for another day because th- now we're going down another rabbit hole. Oh, yeah, we do but, that a lot. But there is – you know the problem with the medical industry in America, period? Okay. I mean, I, I can tell you the problem. It's, it's hosp- to make money. It's hospitals for profit, period. They literally try yeah. to move beds because they're trying to make a profit. Hospitals are trying to make money. No – and I'm not saying don't pay the doctors well. Pay them. That's fine. And you need a certain amount of money just to keep the hospital running. That's fine, too. I understand that. But the minute you have a board of directors who want to make a profit, and all hospitals are like this, that's when the issue comes in. Medical treatment should never be a for-profit organization. Pay them. Pay them well. They deserve it. They save lives but it should never have become a poor-profit system. And Trump, are you wearing your shocked face? Are you ready for your shocked face? Actually did stuff to try to help with the problem. It just wasn't enough. The biggest thing they did that was a mistake, and if you look at your insurance card, you'll see it. It's Medicare for Kentucky or Medicaid or Humana for this state. They actually drew out lines so the insurance companies didn't have to compete. Each insurance company was given an area that was their area. Nobody was allowed to compete with them. This is really your best podcast you've done. Ah, well, thank you. (laughs) I mean, I'm just being honest here. I mean, you're really, you're really on the ball. You've, uh, if this was a fight right now, I I would, uh, I'd already be looking for my Irish or my guy from. You know me, I'm not politically correct. I'm going to say something. But I'd be already looking for my corner guy and going, hey, you know, uh, maybe we should um, try to just get a you know, get a draw or something here. You've you've been really good, and I'm I'm impressed, definitely. I mean, we're both good. It's so why it's such a good podcast. More people need to listen. I think so. I definitely think so. Um, but, yeah, the hospitals for profit and not allowing the insurance companies to compete, that way everybody got their big chunk of money, was a massive mistake. And Trump actually tried to uh, remove the it was region codes or something, but the companies were like, yeah, sure, remove them. We're still going to keep doing it this way. That way we can make money. Yeah, and the price for pills for pharmacies. Um, there's one example uh, that was really bad. Dude bought first, and he's actually in jail. They called him Farmer Bro, where it was a, a what the pill cost a dollar to make. It was originally for sale for twelve, and he bought the company and raised the price to seven hundred fifty dollars a pill. Well, that's another thing too. Yeah, you know, with what I'm involved in, to a small degree. With, with veterans and 
and things like that as far as veterans dealing with issues with depression and and being treated like lab rats which they are i'm all for i'm all for that yeah. i'm all for the uh um getting getting rid of a lot of prescription drugs that that we really don't need that just cause people to have some very i'm just gonna say i have some moments where they go out and they 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 just create complete carnage oh yeah and, and, and then they charge so much for them to make it or, or, or to, to make a profit like it's ridiculous like i take one pill for my diabetes i'm diabetic right and my insurance covers all but 45 dollars of it i gotta pay 45 dollars and i looked at it that pill for one month's supply they charge my insurance company 1500 dollars I have wow. to have this pill to live. Yes. It's not optional. If I don't take this pill, my blood sugar gets high, I could I, I will slowly die. Um the price for insulin has gotten better, but it's still ridiculous. Like I these pharmacy companies are the reason we need universal health care. Why are you walk into a pharmacy and you get the pill you need and nothing else and you don't have to pay? And that's okay. the way it should be. Um, but it's not. And it's never going to be. This is farmers, companies. I mean, just like what happened with the, well, you know, that's another rabbit hole. We'll talk about oxycodone and that mess another day. Because that one. Another day. That one. who They literally build that drug when it came out. I did not know this as it was non-addictive. Wow. Well, with that being said. I think you. I think we should leave them wanting more. I'm Moonshine Jones. I'm the Angry Ninja. I got a little angry today. You did. You did fantastic. It was your best. It was your best podcast by far. All right, guys. Everybody have a wonderful week, Moonshine. Yes, you are awesome. And what do you say at the end of every podcast? podcast what do you say every podcast i don't know what a podcast every is podcast. every podcast uh, when i when i get done with a podcast i say uh, go usa and hua hua all right guys i hope you enjoyed that show and all the others on the ninja podcast network we have angry ninja cincinnati kids game uh the currently defunct D&D podcast, we hopefully more episodes coming soon. Um, the Ask the Angry Ninja Show podcast, Chris Allen's audio stories where I read you some stories I wrote. And if you have a story you want to hear that you wrote, send it to me and I will read it. Um, Middle of the Road with Ninja and Moonshine podcast about a guy from the left and a guy from the right coming together and meeting in the middle. Uh, the Ninja News and Politics Show, Outrageous Stories with the Angry Ninja, and Sports Talk with Ninja and JMO. And if you want to support the funny support any of the shows patreon.com slash worst jokes come support the funny if you want to reach out to us at cman2342 on twitter or just get on facebook search for the ask thing you mean show you'll find our page ask us a question or if any of that's too much for you, you can just send us an email at ask the angry ninja at gmail.com and we will answer your question hope everybody enjoyed the show you guys have a wonderful day 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? 
not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial.